You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information, and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. I've fallen, and I can't get up! On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428, on Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call Collect. Hello, Anthony. Is that a 10-gallon hat, or are you just enjoying the show? Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us here. You are indeed listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network from the Northern Command Studio in Eagan, Minnesota. I'm John Shannon. And from the world's largest swimming pool in New York City, I guess, I guess, as I understand it right now, where uh, the Radio TFI tower is is currently in the dry zone, but uh, we'll get back to that in a minute. It is the one and only Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. We trust you all had a fantastic week, and uh, those of you in New England and Long Island, hold on. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, it won't be so bad. Uh, Henri made a made a right turn, as these storms are wont to do. So we are we are safe here, uh, as John stated. We're getting a little rain, a little wind. Nothing, nothing. Your 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 old Uncle Ed has not gone through before. So we're we're we're, we're we've locked ourselves in the vault just for precaution's sake. The antenna is high, high above everything, so we're broadcasting beautifully today. We trust. So, anyway, hello, John. Hello there, sir. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll we'll see y'all. Oh my God! We'll see you next week. <laughs> see ya. No, I did. I saw some some images and some video from New York, and I'm. I'm thinking, and this was from the Weather Channel I was watching, and uh, this was specifically. It looks like Brooklyn got quite a bit of rain. Oh, they might have. We had some, we had some heavy rain. One of the bands uh, came through last night, and uh, I, I think it was. Well, we had some serious rain, and uh, and and don't forget, you know, there's. And you find this all over the country. You have certain neighborhoods, certain streets that are just. You know, some somebody opens up a bottle of water in the streets, flood. You know, we uh, matter of fact, and again, uh, back to my South Florida days, they spent probably a good twenty years uh, redoing all of the drainage in South Florida. I can remember streets being, uh, virtually the entire Broward County, being underwater with a with a half-ass rain. Uh, you still get it in some places because of 
you know, they're barely above sea level there, but uh, not as bad as it used to be. And again, in a city like where where I am now in New York City, uh, a lot of these, a lot of this drainage systems are hundreds, literally hundreds of years old. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, infrastructure, baby, infrastructure. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you, we got some of the oldest here too. Oh, I imagine. <laughs> oh, let me tell you. Anybody that's ever been in the New York subway can attest to the fact that the infrastructure there is. Oh, you don't. You don't know the half of it, Skippy. You do not know the half of it. But yes, we're 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 safe and sound. We're dry as a whistle. Uh, Dry as a whistle is that a thing? I don't know. I think you have to. I, I don't know. I don't know either. Anyway, uh, somebody will tell us. I've heard that before, but uh, I don't know. I I don't know what the hell it means. Well, well, I'm not surprised. I I, I'm just not surprised. But uh, let's get us back on track because this is good news coming up. You might actually enjoy this segment for a change. It's the Radio TFI Market Watch brought to you by Hurricane Henri. Uber closed the week at $39.95, down $2.27. Lyft closed the week at $45.89, down $7.50. That's your Radio TFI Market Watch. Henri, please go home. Uber is about to take a massive, massive dump. The Saudis have said, see ya! They want out. They want their money back. Uh, Lyft dropped seven and a half bucks this week. Yeah, by the way, that Uber price, it, it sounds like a sale price, doesn't it? $39.95. Come in now, all weekend. Crazy Doris, get your shares. $39.95, nothing down. So, uh, you know, we keep hoping and praying for that collapse. And uh, John was just mentioning something to me just before we came on. And I, had, I I saw it briefly last night. Uh, Prop twenty two out in California has been it's been overturned. Is that what it is, John? Or they've ruled? What did, what did they rule? California's gig workers law, which allows companies like Uber and Lyft to treat workers as absolute pieces of now what now it allows uh, Uber and Lyft to treat workers as independent contractors, not employees, has been ruled unconstitutional and unenforceable by a judge. Voters approved the law as a ballot initiative, Prop 22, in November, which companies like Uber, Lyft, and DoorDash spending more than $200 million to campaign for the measure. Labor organizations, including the Service Employees International Union, opposed it. It was uh, turned overturned by California's Superior Judge Frank Roche. Hopefully I'm not... Uh, uh, slaughtering his name here. Uh, this was overturned on Friday, uh, stating that the law illegally limits the power of future legislature to define app-based drivers as workers subject to workers the workers' compensation law, adding that the entirety of the Proposition 22 is unenforceable. Hmm. Interesting. Now, this means absolutely nothing, of course, until it goes through the appellate process. Okay. But, and, um, hey, 
You know, you know who's right now who's really spitting tax? Mm, I wonder. Our California kids. Now now I begin <laughs> it is um it is beginning to uh, dawn on me a little bit more what they were all had their undies up in a bundle about and saying that we were pro union and this and that. Well, those California kids, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those California kids, yes. So. And, by, and by the way, we'd like to like to welcome our good pal Bill Fancher for saying no to to what we don't know. You just know. <laughs> that's that's all. <laughs> yeah. So our California buddies out there, uh, well, 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 uh, they may have to find. For no other reason, I'm I'm just happy just because they're out there just uh, beating their heads up against the wall right now. So well, uh, it sounds to me like they'll have to find another scam, and you know this time of year scams are tough to come by. You know, late summer. Yeah, I know it's it's. Of course, you know the scam season goes a little bit longer in places like California. Well, that's true. That's true. And again, in Florida, it's it's a year-round thing. There's always a the scams are always in bloom down there. Other parts of the country, things quiet down. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm excited. Bill Fancher is listening, watching, doing something. Uh, probably has probably just finished healing up from the beat his wife gave him a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you had to be here, folks. He I'm said not even, it. I'm not even, even going to touch that. He said it. We didn't. Anyway. Let's uh, let's figure out what do we got going on today. We got oh, by the way, uh, the, tune in tune in at the top of the next hour as we play our tribute to Mike Mike Richards, the uh, the, the once and former oh, host oh, of oh. Jeopardy. <laughs> no, the only person that wanted him as the host of Jeopardy was Mike Richards. Oh, I know. He was the only one that wanted him. Look, I, I'm not. A lot of people are on the bandwagon for Lavar Burton. I, I, I don't. One way or the other, I, he seems like he would do a fine job. My, my life won't be. But the fact that we just went through all this guest hosting stuff, it was nice to see different people in there handling. And I think most of them, with really the the exception being Doctor Oz, the blatant exception of being Doctor Oz, who was horrible at it. Uh, it was nice to see different people up there behind the podium and paying tribute to Alex Trebek. Uh, and I understand when they started the guest hosting, Ken Jennings there for six weeks. This, you know, with Alex's passing, they kind of had a scramble. And then I understand that Richards did it for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. which is really just a couple of days of taping, because they hadn't yet solidified who would be coming in. So he was a fill-in fill-in. And I get that. But then at the end, to say, oh, well, let's see, as the executive producer and the guy in charge of the search for the host, I'm going to say it's me. Come on, man. You know, and I think the by the only reason that I think he would have been a good, uh, a good choice, now after what has turned up in, in, in his past, and, you know, let's face it, if you got a past, it's going to catch up to you. Why Every do you think time. I won't run for? Why do you think I won't run for political office or whatnot? I got skeletons that you don't even know about yet. Ooh, that's <laughs> that's scary. That's that's so, just not uh, fun to know. Oh yeah, well exactly. But, I, but, 
And uh, but it would have been nice because. I'm sorry, you were saying? Ah, jeez. The only thing that would have been nice about Mike Richards being your your host of Jeopardy is is that you still scratch your head, and if you're just a casual observer, you're thinking, Mike who? Yeah, well. And, was... and that's, you don't want somebody in there. You don't want a, uh, you really don't want an Aaron Rodgers or... No, Aaron, no. Look, you some don't of... Want that's bigger than the the, than the show itself. Look, uh, uh, most of the people that that they trotted out were never in contention to be the host. I, I mean, your uh, Savannah Guthrie's and all that. You know, uh, Joe Buck. Joe Buck was not going to take over that job. Uh, you know, he did a good job. You know who did a good job the one day he did it, and they did it some years ago. It was an April Fool's thing. Pat Sajak. Sajak hosted Jeopardy without a peep about it. He just did it, and then uh, and uh, Trebek did Wheel of Fortune. Did he really? But the Wheel of Fortune, uh, Sajak did a straight Jeopardy with three contestants. Everything was legit. But when Trebek did Wheel of Fortune, it was just Pat and Vanna playing. You know, for laughs. It was fun to watch. It, it, it's out there. Oh. You you can find it. It's uh, it, it's fun to watch. They were both uh, Merv Griffin properties. If I'm yes, yes, that is correct. I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. That that's that was Merv Griffin's one big hit. Okay. I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. Seriously, look it up. Look I, it up, I will, I'm going to take your word for it all the way on that one, my friend. All right, all right. So uh, so there you go. There's your game show news uh, for today. We uh, we'll, we'll solve that problem. I think uh, unfortunately they lost John's number. He was in the running to. Uh, oh, yeah, right. You picture me reading some of those questions. Yeah, it's kind of. I'm I'm trying to picture you reading some of the words and the names that come across. Hey, I uh, couldn't do it. No way. Uh, there's I could. no way. Absolutely not. <laughs> All right, we have we 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 have this. Hurricane Henry, so. Uh, we, we we had this this uh, internet radio host. What's his name? Janet John Shannon. Let's give him a go. Oh wait, what? He can't read. <laughs> details, details, details. Let's not confuse the issue with the facts. Oh, exactly. I'm having chair trouble. Oh. There we go. Okay. You feel better now? Uh, no, actually, I don't. But, but I will persevere on because that is what we do here on the big mighty you know radio I'm TFI. Seeing, I'm seeing in the news. You know, through the course of the week, I, I go through and I pick out news stories and what have you. And yeah, you do. It, boy, oh boy, oh boy! I, I'm telling you, all these stories still about COVID and people, uh, people. Getting sick and people and and actually people who have been vaccinated getting sick. Fortunately, uh, the ones that are vaccinated, you're not reading you're uh, you're not reading so much about them dying or getting severely ill. But here's an exception for you: uh, Reverend Jesse Jesse Jackson and his wife uh, Jacqueline. Uh, 
Jackie had been Jackson. hospitalized after uh, testing positive for COVID-19, according to a statement yesterday. He is vaccinated against the uh, virus and publicly received his first dose in January. The two are being treated at a uh, Northwestern Memorial Hospital in Chicago. So, does, it, uh, does it say if they have the Delta variant? No, it doesn't say anything about the, which variant they may or may not have. Well, again, we have to, I, and I think it, it behooves us to to repeat that no one has ever said the vaccine will be 100% that you won't get it, but it is, it is more likely that if you do contract it, it will be less severe. You won't have to, uh, thank you, Bill. I don't know what that means, but thank you. Uh, He's referring to big time professional radio. That that's us. You're adjusting yourself in the chair. Ah, uh, okay. I'm sure that's what it is. I'm sure it was. But again, we're not getting the numbers we keep hearing that 99% of the uh, people with COVID in hospitals are unvaccinated. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I, look, is it possible that somebody could go full blown? Sure. Again, we're not 100%, but, I, you know, look, I'll take 99% as opposed to 0%. And uh, Can you imagine for, for a moment if we didn't have anybody vaccinated? You remember, remember a few months ago seeing the scenes from India. Right. When they were dealing with this uh, Delta variant and people were just, uh, it was. They were sitting there, sitting there with corpses. Oh yeah, oh, people yeah, were absolutely. dying online, literally dying. They were bringing the uh, uh, with that, and because when you get to that, you got to talk about the knuckleheads, the anti-vaxxers, and all that. A tweet from David Parkman at, I'm sorry, David Pacman at the Pacman. If this was really a Chinese bioweapon, wouldn't you want to be vaccinated against it? Well, you sure think so. Yeah, I would. And uh, and from angry angry staffer, who again, if you're not following angry, excuse me. Okay, uh, I think what he was trying to say was, is if you're not following angry staffer, you probably should be. Uh, excuse uh, me, I had a Twitter. What? You are you okay there? Yeah, I had a sneeze coming on, then it changed its mind. <laughs> so do I. So anyway, angry angry staffer said, uh, "I heard the perfect COVID quote today. Quote: If you don't trust doctors and science to keep you from getting sick, why the hell are you clogging up hospitals, trusting them to cure you?" Well, we've we've made this argument here. Sure, you know, but I don't feel that. I don't think we can say it enough times. Stay the hell out of my hospital. Yeah, I I, I absolutely. Uh, absolutely agree um it's so funny um of course Shaletta, yes our early friend who um went and got the vaccine here a couple yeah. weeks was, what has it been now a little over a week ago right and she attributes she attributes her son andrew her 15 year old uh son andrew uh, when other people, uh, such as myself, such as her um, 
her uh, friend and uh, co-worker there at WCCO Radio, Chad Hartman, a number of other of her friends were trying to get her to get the uh, vaccination. She she was steadfast, more steadfast against it than uh, uh, than even I realized it. And it took her son, uh, who turned out, who said uh, when asked what he wants for uh, wants for his birthday, saying that. Um, all I want for my birthday, and I'm paraphrasing it here. Uh, I think we got a phone call coming in. Yes, caller, you're number nine. Try again. Oh, gee, I appreciate that. <laughs> Hang on a second, Bill. Go ahead. Finish <laughs> what you good. were saying, John. Sure. Well, it, it, and as it turns out, her son, um, all he was, and he was. Turn down your radio, Bill. You know better than that. Sorry. <laughs> oh my God! And he's and he's college educated too. Can you believe that? No, I can't actually. I'm not. I'm educated. Educated. Be quiet. Don't make me put you on mute, John. Finish what you were saying about Shaletta. And he was going to whatever this gift was going to be. He was going to get two hundred big ones to uh, to get this gift. So. Uh, Hey, God, somebody, I, I've never seen $200 for my birthday in my life. So uh, keep that in mind, February 9th, folks. Yeah, but before <laughs> that, use your money on the 7th. Yeah. We have, a call on the, we have a call on the line behaving like he's never called in before. Good morning, Bill. How are you, sir? Hey, hold on. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm hanging oh, in there. I'm oh, going wait to a start second. taking that, uh, uh, the uh, horse dewormer. Oh, don't don't leave me out. Hold on. Apparently, John wasn't finished. John, go ahead, finish. So, well, anyways, uh, it, it, it what she so she's been on the uh, she's been all over the world. Oh, she's been on CBS this morning. Uh, apparently, her story made it to Good Morning America. Uh, to the UK, it's made it worldwide. Okay. Yeah, she's uh, in the Daily Caller there in the UK. Her story oh, yeah. made it over there too. I under I, 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 I understand they picked it up in the Penny Saver too, but you know, <laughs> it's like I told her though in uh, in a tweet. I might have been a little. I might have actually gotten a little snarky with Shaletta. And if I, Who if you? I did, yeah, I dear, I I I am so sorry if I got snarky. But my feeling is personally, I do not care. If the message came from the Lord Jesus Christ himself, came down and told her to get that vaccination, the fact of the matter is she got that vaccination uh, and she was able to do it in a way that she was able to spend or send a message to other right. people of color. And, and that is a group of folks who are high on the unvaccinated list. And it's a lot of it is distrust in modern medicine is distrust right. in the, the whole the whole medical field and, and she put it as she put it she was uh um, she was uh, in a lot of pain giving birth and Gamnir died giving birth and nobody was listening to her back then now all of a sudden she's saying well why am i going to trust the medical hmm. industry now so it, it, she was going up with with a, against a lot all I know is, is I'm just happier than him. That's right. That she's, uh, that we're she all, got the vaccination. We're all happy and proud. 
And uh, are you all done there, young man? Uh, well, yeah, I think I can take a breath now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's a special day here on Radio TFI. It's time for the Bill Fancher Show. Da 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 da. Hello, Bill. How in the hell do I follow that? You don't. See ya. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> hey, come on, do something smart ass there ass for you after a heartfelt story about a personal friend of this show who has appeared on this show and and who we get a, a we, we, we have much adoration for. Somebody we actually like, unlike well, I won't go there. But oh, uh, anyway, how are you, Bill? I'm pretty good. You I'm guys? Good. Um, uh, uh, I'm here. I'm talking to you. You tell me. I, I've dodged another hurricane. And, yeah, well, uh, you know, stay dry. And as well, that's what I used to tell all my girlfriends. You know, just, uh, hey, hey now. Uh, oh, it's funny. He leaves Florida. He had to play dodge the hurricane down there in Florida on more than one occasion. Figured the last thing he'd have to worry about coming to New York would be a, a damn hurricane, and uh, that was pretty touch and go. Nah, you know what? You know what, though? Honestly, the the reports I saw on Friday, at best, we were going to get brushed, where I am. We were going to be brushed. And not to say every storm is different. Every storm can be dangerous. That being said, yes, I've been through enough tropical storms, a couple of hurricanes, that... I wasn't so concerned that I was packing packing up the family wagoneer and bailing out of town. Uh, is it something to take seriously? Yes, every time. But I was confident that I was not going to be in too much trouble. And matter of fact, so confident at one point as of this morning, uh, John was actually going to be manning the, the big radio TFI transmitter in case I lost power. But I'm confident enough to not give John that simple responsibility because I don't feel he can handle it. And I believe our power grid's going to be just fine. Damn, I always Well, you were talking that. about leaving town. You want to hook your wagon up to Cuomo's wagon as he's leaving? <laughs> it's a ride, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're all holding the same direction. <laughs> I, uh, I, you know, but here's the problem. With Cuomo leaving down and going with them, is that it may not be a straight path out because remember the lines keep moving. Ah, uh, look what I did there. Huh? Yeah, oh, uh, that was impressive. Thank you. Thank you. I wonder, I wonder if uh, your boy down there in Texas could just uh, oh yeah a, a hitch to uh, Cuomo's trailer that, and just kind of that dumb son of a bitch. I'll tell you what. If he had two brains, one would die of loneliness. <laughs> I, I picked this up online, a, a conversation between Governor Abbott and a, and a concerned mother. Governor Abbott said, don't worry about me. I got three vaccine doses and the best taxpayer-funded health care available. The mom said, what are you going to do to protect our children? I said, I'm fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know what to say. I, my, my, my main thing, what I wanted to talk to you about was when you were talking about the people coming in <clears throat> to the emergency rooms and the hospitals. Yes. John might understand this. I posted this way back. I thought, okay, if 
you are out there and you do not want to take the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Do everybody in the medical profession a huge favor and get a red Sharpie and yes. put a big red letter A on your forehead. Yes. or, now, or, or, you or come, Yeah. So when you come into the emergency room, all of us that are working can know you're an asshole. That's and right. And we don't have to treat you. That's right. By the way, just so you know, the world is not full of assholes, but they are strategically placed so that you'll come across one every day. Every day. That's also true. I mean, now, like I said, working in the medical field for 31 years, I used to see this all the time, people right. coming in, you know, oh, poor me, poor me. But you know what? You bring this stuff on yourself, and then you expect the medical profession to carry the burden to that, save you. I, I agree with you. I mean, a lot of things we've been seeing out there, and some of it is in jest, but some of it is serious, too. Uh, if if your God is telling you that there's no such thing as COVID, fine, when you get sick, go to church. Exactly. Go to church. Let's set up tents outside in the parking lots of hospitals. And this is for the people, you know, and you, and they'll be manned by people from Facebook that you know. Because that's where you're getting your information from. Yeah, exactly right. I, I also, um, I, sorry, but geek alert here. Uh, a line from uh, Star Trek when Kirk was talking about the Klingons when they were all going to die. And stuff. My personal opinion is the same thing that he said. Let them die. Yeah. We're trying to help. We're trying to help. Put them all in a damn cage off of, you know, some damn island somewhere and let them all out there and let them hand at each other. Yeah, a little Lord of the Flies action there. There was a... Exactly. I, I, I can't go into what what brought the brought me brought the conversation up at work this week but there was a lot of discussion about vaccines and a lot of the people i work with are are anti-vaccine uh but in, in chatting with some of the people it it finally dawned on me and i'm not trying to make a joke or anything here they're anti-vaccine but what they really want is a cure they want to be able to take a couple of pills yeah. Or get, or even then get a shot because then, well, it's fine. Whatever's in there. Uh, if it was a cure, they'd be swallowing. Now, by the way, the FDA is set to approve. I believe it's the Pfizer vaccine yeah. this this week. So my question has been, and I ask some of these people, are you going to take it once it's FDA approved? If that's all that's holding you back, which it's not, but let's face it. Um, no, I don't want that. I I've, I actually heard the words come out of somebody's mouth. I know my body. And I. what scared me even more was when he said, and I, I know my son's body. He's got a five-year-old. Oh, really, do you? Well, you know what I mean. He's he's strong. Yeah. He'll be able to. And it just that's just breaking my heart. That's just breaking my heart. Is that. You think you know your body. You know I'm telling you something. It's kind of like a car. You think you know your car, but you just never know. When something is uh, can yeah. jump up and bite you in the ass, you know, I could try. I think I know my body pretty well. I've abused the hell out of it over over the uh, first uh, 40, uh, 45 years of my life. I've abused the hell out of my life. Uh, remember, that was a great analogy, dog. But remember, gentlemen. Remember, gentlemen, even the best car, brand new, right off the showroom floor, straight off the factory floor, it can still get a flat tire. Tell you, you just yeah, never know. Other things. It's going to jump up and bite you in the ass. I'm just, yeah, yeah. And 
look, I think I think we all agree here that the vaccine is the best thing. It's working. Uh, one of the things I've heard from people is, oh, there's not a big enough sample size. What if we vaccinate like a billion people on the planet already? There's not enough sample size. Uh, what kind of a sample do you need? The universe? That's that's what I'm wondering. And of course there. <laughs> And then, of course, there's the old chestnut. Oh, 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 they're going to plant a chip in me. You carry a damn phone with you all day long. Exactly. You, you smoke. Exactly. You smoke cigarettes. You eat hot dogs. Good lord! I want to know what's going in my body. No, you don't. Because if you knew what was going in your body, you'd be curled up in the fetal position in the basement somewhere, crying uncontrollably. If you actually knew what was going in your body, I don't exactly. ever want. I don't ever want to know what's in a hot dog or a sausage, for that matter. Now, here's my my main question to the because now we're all basically the same age. We grew up in the same era. I do not remember all of this with. Uh, uh, TB and smallpox no. and no. all those kind of things. We were told to take those shots, and we used to have to line up in that's, school that's and right. get TB shots. That is absolutely correct, sir. Uh, and and you should still have uh, the mark on your arm. Was if was that the TB or the 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 circular no, the dent? Box. The small box, the circular dent on your arm. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, we did it. Uh, ask anybody who's contracted polio in the last 20 years. Oh, wait a second. Nobody's contracted polio in the last 20 years. Yeah, there you uh, go. What a shock, huh? Longer than that. I watched a piece on, on YouTube last night on one of the last surviving polio victims still using an iron lung. The man's in his 70s now. And he contracted polio when he was six. You know, uh, that year, that one year, that uh, you know, that really bad year for, for polio. And smallpox, and uh, hey, he went on to law school, and et cetera, et cetera. But uh, you know, for people who think that vaccines don't work, just look up on YouTube Iron Lung and do a little yeah. research. If you're going to do your baloney research, research Iron Lungs and look at what people had to go through because they didn't get a vaccine. I mean, fortunately, Jonas Salk created this vaccine quickly. I mean, within months, and and they were and they were able to get shots in arms, and they minimized the amount of people who contracted polio. Uh, I, I mean, think a lot of that was people. People had a little bit more common sense back then. Trump hadn't quite invaded everybody's psyche. Well, yeah, without you know now, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. We we weren't. Well, also we didn't have the mass media we have now. We didn't have this where where every 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 goofball with a microphone could get on and broadcast somewhere. John. Yeah. Uh, well, it's like Ed and I were when Ed and I were talking earlier before you came on. If if you need to know what the fa- what has happened uh, uh, with getting the vaccines and how important these vaccines that we have. How well they have done, and again, they're not 100% perfect. But look at look at where we were a year ago. Look at you know when they had mass graves exactly. digging for people in New York, and look at what happened with the Delta variant when it took over in uh, when it took over in India. Uh, yeah, we're not right now. We've got to the point where. There are enough people that are vaccinated where, yes, this is a very serious situation and still 
potentially deadly. But could you imagine where we would be at if there was nobody, if there was no vaccine available yet? We'd be dead. It would be like the Omega Man. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're you're absolutely right. It's The Walking Dead, which premieres tonight, by the way. I, uh... Oh, excuse me. A little gas there. Look, we, uh... It was interesting. The the orange nutball held one of his rallies in, in Alabama last night. And at one point, he was saying to them, get the vaccine, I took the vaccine, and they booed him. Yeah, as a matter of fact, we have that right here. Do we? As a matter of fact, yeah. Three days less than nine months, and it's great. And you know what? I believe totally in your freedoms. I do. You got to do what you have to do. But... I recommend take the vaccines. I did it. It's good. Take the vaccines. But you got... No, that's okay. That's all right. You got your freedoms. But I happen to take the vaccine. If it doesn't work, you'll be the first to know. Okay? I'll call up Alabama. I'll say, hey, you know what? But it is working. But uh, you do have your freedoms. You have to keep... You have to maintain that. You have to maintain that. And you got to get your kids back to school. Hmm. Yeah. I like, if he would have like come out last year and said these kind of things, uh, this would be so much easier. Well, what 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 these knuckleheads have to remember is that everybody they're listening to that's saying don't get vaccinated are all vaccinated. Yeah, well, now that's true, too. Everybody at Fox News, you can't get in their building without being vaccinated. Yeah. Uh, well, and that, you're talking about the, the vaccine mandates to some degree there. And uh, they're talking about the military being vaccinated like that. Hell, uh, when when I went in the Navy, it didn't make a damn lick of difference what you had, what you didn't have. Well, they lined us up yeah. and just <laughs> up and down the road. You got every damn shot known to man. Right. And uh, nobody, came, nobody came to you and said, what are your feelings on these vaccines? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How many times you were you... had some big old chief standing there going, well, feel this, boy, and that would have been the end of it. I was just going to say, how many times did, did does the mil- U.S. Army come up, or the U.S. military, excuse me, come up to a, a, a new recruit and go, how do you feel about about this that we've been doing for 100 years? Get in line. Do you think that was probably the never? Get in line. <laughs> Shut up, take your shot, cut your hair, let's move on. Move it, move it, move it. <laughs> the only problem I had with that was when I went through boot camp. They were they were using those damn uh, pneumatic uh, the guns. guns for your injections, boy. And you better hold still when they shot you with that bad boy. It ripped you like a razor blade. <laughs> that 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 was that was the production line version of. It. They got to move you guys yeah, through there exactly fast, fast. That was. They got to, they got time, they got time to be careful, and then uh, we'll, we'll get it in the general area, and you'll like it. And he, <laughs> about it. Put a bandaid on it and move on. <laughs> look, I, look, they they. I just and down here in Texas, I don't I don't get the the, the lunk heads down here and and you know the, the children with their saying oh mask mandates in the schools and stuff like that and the parents are no I don't want my children to wear masks and well I have uh, a nephew whose wife is an anti vaxxer and their two kids have now come down with COVID oh hmm. that's sad 
I mean, who do you who do you yell at that? I, I would feel. How would you feel as a parent? You're telling your kid you don't have to wear a mask to go to school, and little little Bobby looks up at you, mommy. Why do you want me to die? Well, how do you answer that? Well, um, yeah, that's that that well, would. Be free. You'll be a free person. You'll have your freedom. You made your decision. There we go. You, you were free, right? It's but just like old days, you die free. Look, dad is, well, it dad, it does not matter. Look, first off, none of this is a constitutional right or anything. Second of all, uh, your freedom is not is not uh, uh, it, it. It does infringe with my freedom, even Bill's freedom. Not really, but you know, we say yeah, that. To, well, nobody cares about me. Nobody cares about Bill, but. Your freedom is not unlimited. It's not, well, I can go do whatever I want. Like Arnold said, that's why we have traffic lights, so you don't kill somebody yeah. else. That's not that's not infringing on your freedom. That's keeping us all safe and sound. Now, and Bill, I, I, I've long since advocated for the island. Go, go find an island. Hey, maybe you'll all find out you don't have it, and you'll be able to restart civilization when we all die from the COVID. But in the meantime, you know, your freedom ends precisely where mine starts. And if, if, if I remember properly, that the, the U.S. government in times of national emergencies can mandate these things. Yes, they can. I don't think you... Yeah, I don't think there's a, a constitutional amendment or anything that says they can. It's a national emergency, and they can tell you, well, this is the way it's going to be. Right, and also this is a medical emergency, and the people who are against it, this is political. I will say this, though. Uh, there's a young lady that I'm working with now, uh, the job I'm on. I've been on it, oh, about a month now. And we got to t- talking early on. And uh, she's not vaccinated. I said, oh, well, okay. And I'm not going to argue with anybody about the. But she says, no, I like to explain why. I said, okay, go ahead. Because we were chatting. I was driving her to to a train station uh, at at the end of the day. And she said, both my. She's young. She's like 23, 24 years old. She says, both my parents are physicians. They're both MDs. And they are not against the vaccine. But they're you know, doing their due diligence with it. They tell her, wear the mask, do everything. But, so, of all the people I've heard say, I've done my research, her parents actually are doing the research. <laughs> you know, so, as, as so yeah, I said... I, they're not out running around going, oh, say, you no. don't have to do that. They, no, no, no. no, no. It's a constitutional right. No, they, they've actually told her that she will get the vaccine uh, sooner than later. But, you know, they really, again, but these are people, look, when people say I've done my research, that means they Googled it. Okay. Exactly. Okay, now these are two people who actually have the means and the methods and the methodology to find out what they need to find out. And they were already confident going in. Oh, we're going to, they haven't been vaccinated either. But, you know, they're also taking every other precaution. But that's the only rationalization for not getting the vaccine I've heard that I can actually buy into. 
that yeah well you know some, some most of it is just flat out nah you can't tell me what that, to do oh, any no. boo boo there's no question bill 99.9% just about the same figure of the number of people that are dying in hospitals of covid who are unvaccinated you know i'm american you can't tell me yeah well actually we can stay the heck away from me then yeah just stand and watch as i turn your ventilator off yeah yeah as we say as i've said before if you don't like the mask you're gonna hate the ventilator you know that's for damn sure i just i'm not i'm not a constitutional scholar but i I do not believe anywhere in the constitution says you have that that right to uh screw over everybody in the country Mm, i don't believe typhoid mary was considered in the constitution she was considered a hero in the constitution are you kidding me exactly (laughs) john you were about to say something i think that texas is about a big enough state just have everybody just down in texas boom just everybody you're not you, you know what? Vaccine, if you're, if you're gonna if you're gonna fence off Texas, you gotta fence off Florida. Fine by me. Less fencing. So we can give Florida. Wait, that. wait, wait a second. They've already tried to fence off the southern part of Texas. <laughs> That's true. And remember, the Mexicans were gonna pay for the other side of that fence too. That's yeah. Right. I understand the bill got lost in the mail. Yeah, exactly. Gee, what a shock. See, now, you, you want to fence off Texas. My only problem is the only place I got to go would be Oklahoma, and it's almost as bad in Oklahoma. It's just smaller. Exactly. Smaller scale. <laughs> you can always come back to Minnesota. I've been trying to do that, but Barb's kind of, hey, what am I going to do? I don't care. Uh, this sounds like a personal issue that has nothing to do with solving the problems of the world. That's a you problem. No, I doubt it. <laughs> that's just my problem. That's that's right. And again, you're going to take your beating like a man or, or like a you. That's why. You, you can tell I'm talking like that because she ain't here right now. That's so. right. You're big and tough. <laughs> You just wait till She-Rock comes back in the door. Yeah. Well, tell me, Bill, while we have you on the line, uh, how? what are your feelings on the Dolphins and Tua taking us all the way to the Super Bowl this year? Are you serious? Uh, as, as a vaccine, I am. Oh, okay. So you're about 94 to 95%. Okay. <laughs> yeah, a little wiggle room. A little wiggle room. <laughs> I I I am I am uh, op- optimist I am optimistic about this season. Well, I have a buddy who's my attorney who's a, a Dolphins fan. Oh, and, good. Uh, so I I got to listen to him too. I, I you know it, nothing would surprise me. However, I don't think that Tua is quite there yet. Well, I'll tell you this much: what I saw last night, and again preseason game, he played the first half. Uh, right. I, I and they had the first team in there for the uh, the starters for by, for the the first half, and I gotta tell you, they look good. They look good. Now again, nobody's bringing out all all, all the gold plated plays for a couple of weeks yet. I I get that. No, you know, of course not. I get that, and it's really going to take uh, a game or two. We o- we open up in uh, in New England. And then we uh, well, then we're then we're home against non-starter. <laughs> this isn't New England anymore. It's not. It's not Tom Brady's New England. 
I understand that, but you still had the cheating, the cheating coach up there. No, that's true. But but oh no no we can look. We used to beat New England fairly regularly, not as often as they beat oh, us with yeah. with Brady. But remember, a division game is still a division game. And uh, this is also true. You know, you get to see him twice a year, every year. Uh, we we've uh, look mm-hmm. pre Brady, the Dolphins owned the Patriots. You go back in oh, the eighties and nineties, seventies, eighties. Actually, the whole the whole time they owned the Patriots. It was like they almost before Brady. <laughs> What's that? Say it again. I said the whole NFL owned New England before Brady. That's not untrue, except for the one year that they they whooped up on the Bears in the eighty six Super yeah, Bowl with Drew, with Drew Bledsoe and all them. Yeah, yeah. I guess who guess who ruined their perfect season that year? I forget. Was it the? Uh, oh yeah, it was the Miami Dolphins on a Monday Night game on a national spotlight in the old Orange Bowl. Oh, what a game that was! I had just moved That's to South true. Florida. I was just moved to South Florida. I was just becoming a Dolphins fan. I was just being infected. So anyway, so you agree with me that the Dolphins will take it all? I didn't quite go that far. Uh, that's what I heard. Oh, okay. I, I see. I, I see how this works. You hear oh. what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome. Where that came from? Welcome to the club. What you're experiencing is what I go through every week, week in and week out with this man. It's called select. It's called selective hearing. Yep. And yep. there you go. And the important thing is, it works for me. It works for me. Oh, well. Of course, you selfish bastard. That's Mr. Selfish Bastard to you. Oh, Mr. Selfish Bastard. Oh, I'm sorry. <sighs> Excuse me. That's okay. That's You're okay. You're here, Ed, because you got to remember, even though, uh, uh, even though Bill lives in uh, uh, only, what is it, about 80 miles uh, north of Dallas? Uh, well, about tell, 120, tell actually. How far is it? About 120, actually. Oh, well. Anyways, he's about as much of a uh, of a Dallas Cowboy fan as I am a Jacksonville Jaguar fan. Let's put that. All right. What does that have to do with me being me? I right now this it believe it or that not, was the whole point. This is, yeah, this isn't about you right now. Oh, what? Why not? <laughs> Take a pill, go sit back in your corner, go stand in the rain for a moment. John, you're not even supposed to be talking when Bill's on the phone. Oh, no. Hey, by the way, I was a little disappointed, John, that you handled the show by yourself a couple of weeks ago. Didn't even bother to call me. Shame on you. Ooh. I do these things. When I do do these little night things that I do, I do things a lot differently. For yes. one thing, I, I first for one thing they're they're very spontaneous. I, I uh, what was it Tuesday? I uh, did a show. Oh, no, Monday. Excuse me. And I didn't know up. I didn't know up until about uh, uh, just a, a couple hours before I decided to do it that I was going to do it. And I do things a lot differently. I actually believe in taking little breaks instead of trying to carry on a an hour long monologue. A whole long, a whole hour by yourself on the radio. Oh my god! You see, Ed, has, Ed must have never listened to, to talk radio uh, in, back in the day. 
What you do in talk radio is is that you have segments yeah. where you, you you break off about ten or fifteen minutes of talk, uh-huh. and then you and then you take a break. Take a, usually it's with commercials. Well, uh-huh. we're not commercialized here. So what's the next best thing? God, you're such a professional, John. Spin a couple of tunes. And then nah. come back and then pick up another topic. See, but John wants to see. All right, John, we're going to air our dirty laundry with our marriage counselor uh, bill. Okay, what about. <laughs> now, now, we've gotten away from it, thankfully. But John wanted to add on the Sunday show here, wanted to incorporate two breaks, one break every hour of a couple of minutes because he needed a break. I'm like, we're only on two flipping hours. We've got a five-minute break at the top of the hour, or ten, depending on John, when he finally comes back from the break. And uh, I don't need think we need to, you know, be off that much. And uh, we're only on. Is this a union gig? Well, that's what I'm wondering. <laughs> I, I, did I did I miss something? Did I? Uh... <sighs> John's looking at me now like he's he's just ready. He's ready to spit right now. I know. I've, I've, I've seen that look in the past. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just it, you know, it's just when I'm by myself, especially when I don't have, when I don't have Ed to bounce things off of his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, Darth. Uh, when I don't have that, then yeah, I have to do. I have to do it. I have to uh, just be able to just take a, you know, just catch a breath for crazy. Yeah, I don't know anybody that can carry on a an hour long monologue without uh, even your best, uh, even your you know your best comedians, your best talk show hosts and whatnot. You cannot carry on. Rush Limbaugh and, did. Uh, you <laughs> took breaks. Anyway, so. So, Mr. Bill, you need to get a proper microphone so that we can have I you on. You get a lot of things. Uh, look, you get those uh, male enhancement pills on on your own diamond at your own ex- <laughs> <laughs> at your leisure. I'm talking about getting you an actual microphone. Matter of fact, get yourself one of those gaming headsets that's got a headset and a microphone built in, so we can plug you in and we can hear you proper. Instead of that uh, nineteen uh, that that payphone that you called us collect on, it's not a payphone. Sounds like it. Yeah, well, that's life in the fast lane. <laughs> yeah, it actually sounds like he has paid for it, but that's. <laughs> All right, young man. Speaking speaking of breaks, we're going to be going to break in about five minutes. So, you got anything else you want to get off your chest before we? Uh, no, nah, I just had to bitch about that. So, what the hell? Before we unceremoniously cut you off here, just like they did at your bris. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, look at that. That was a deep cut. Look at that. I did it again. Oh, yes, yeah, so to speak. <laughs> don't forget to tip your waitresses. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here all week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. oh. That's the one I was looking for. Yeah, there you go. Rim shot. Yay. <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. Well. You, you knuckleheads take care. John, you hang in there, Ed. Stay dry. As Bill, as always, it's been a thrill. A, an absolute joy. I, it always is. <laughs> we'll talk, talk to you soon, Bill. Uh, right. He has girls when his wife's away. That's what bothers me. <laughs> Bye. Are you? He's gone. 
He's gone. And that line is open now. 754-800 chat. 754-800-2428. That is the number in which to uh, in which to call. We still got quite a bit here loaded up for hour number two, it looks like. Gosh, yeah, we're, all the stuff we didn't get to in hour number one because of uh, Bill. A double dose of Chip Franklin. Oh, boy. Like. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. We've got uh, we've, we're, we're heavy on the uh, on the MTG uh, Express this week too. As uh, uh, well, so well. Here's a quick one, quick one we can play, and uh, th- this will probably become a thing with us. Oh wait a minute, she didn't play. Joe Biden, you're not a president. You're a piece of shit. There you go. That's one of your elected Congress people, by the way. She ran out of pose, but. That's that that's that's her speaking in public about uh, the president of the United States. You didn't hear any Democrats say that about Trump. They all thought it. No, no absolutely. You're absolutely right. I'm sure they. You know, I'm sure they. Uh, old Nancy Pelosi. I'm sure she probably had lots of evil thoughts about uh, Trump as well as a few other people, but not a one of them, not a one of them, ever come right out. And, Said you're not a president. You're a pe- you know. They respected the office. Yeah, exactly, and I I just think that she has just completely gone off. I mean, I thought she was off the rails before, but she has completely gone off the rails here. And uh, I think she's at a point now where she realizes this is it for her, because now she actually has an actual living, breathing opponent next year. She's going to get blown right out. She's going to get blown right out. Remember, she ran unopposed. She was going to win regardless. Very briefly, early on, she was going on about her margin of victory. There was no margin of victory. You ran against thin air. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. Hell, if uh, Marcus Flowers hadn't jumped in, I was thinking about moving to North Georgia just to just to take the seat and the cushy job, to be quite honest. Uh yeah. yeah, so we'll have a little bit more of her, and uh, I love, I love, and I'm stealing this directly from Chip Franklin, teen sensation, Matt, Matt Gates. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. <sighs> and, uh, and a whole bunch more, and we'll be chit-chatting about, uh, I don't know what we're going to be chit-chatting about. We got a bunch. We got a bunch of stuff available to us. It's just a matter of getting to it. Oh, it'll it'll come to me. Fear not. Fear not. I I just got to get through the next minute of uh, listening to you. I mean, just uh, conversing with you. Uh. Man. <laughs> By the way, you know how much work I've done on uh, John and Ed versus the spread so far? Nothing. No, I'd say, uh, zero. No, nothing. Absolutely nothing. We're working on next on last year's plan. I tell you that. <laughs> maybe maybe last year's picks too. <laughs> we got well be. we got time. Something else to cover too is uh, uh, in hour number two is this uh, uh, this yo yo who uh, 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 supposedly or said he had a bomb. bomb oh right yeah. This guy, oh, did he really think? And I'll, I'll, I'll put us to bed for the uh, for the hour with this. Did he really think that he was going to 
uh, actually have somebody have a conversation about him, have Joe Biden have a conversation with him. Uh, look, they'd have, they'd have cleared the area and let them do your thing. Go ahead, blow up the area. Clear the area, blow it up, do whatever. You ain't getting anywhere near Joe Biden. On that, we're going to take our much-needed break here for the uh, hour. We'll be back shortly. You're listening to the tax on T-F-I. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428, on Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Is Don in the booth? He's ready. Okay, here we go. Loosen up camera two. Cameras one and three, that's fine. In five, four, three, two. Cue lights, one. music. Now entering the studio are today's contestants. This is Mr. Millard Snopkin from Carbondale, Illinois. And this is Mr. Leroy Pinkelstein from Brooklyn, New York. And this is Alfred Yankovic from Linwood, California. These three people will compete today on Jeopardy! I was there to match my intellect on national TV against a plumber and an architect, both with a PhD. I was tense, I was nervous, I guess it just wasn't my And let me tell you what you didn't win. 
a 20-volume set of the Encyclopedia International, a case of turtle wax, and a year's supply of rice the San Francisco treat. But that's not all. You also made yourself look like a jerk in front of millions of people, and you brought shame and disgrace on your family name for generations to come. You don't get to come back tomorrow. You don't even get a lousy copy of our home game. You're a complete loser. Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network. Once again, from the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. Over there, rain-soaked New York City, it is the one and only Ed Van Ness. And once again, good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome back, kids and kittens. Uh, if you got to see the video that just played, that was in honor of Mike Richards uh, uh, getting and losing the hosting job on Jeopardy. That was Weird Al Yankovic with his take on the song Jeopardy. There's a number of interesting cameos in that, uh, not the least of which is Art Fleming, the original host of Jeopardy, Don Pardo who was the longest-serving staff announcer with NBC until his passing a few years ago. By the way, Saturday Night Live has never actually done a real tribute to him, uh, which still annoys me. Uh, if you watch the video, you'll see the, the crew, the camera guys. That's that's Weird Al's band. And if you look, there, he shows up twice in the video. Guy with a full beard and mustache. That's Dr. Demento. If you've ever listened to the Dr. Demento show, that's where Weird Al got his start and a lot of these funny songs and tunes. And Oh, and finally, and, and the best cameo of all, this parody is based on the song Jeopardy by the Greg Kin Band, K-I-H-N, who was, who was pretty popular. Yeah, he had a, a, a reasonably good run back in the 80s. And uh, the fellow that turns around in the convertible and gives you the wink is actually Greg Kin the writer of the original and performer of the original song. I was going to ask you if, if, if I didn't know any. Of course, you know, I didn't listen to I didn't listen to music uh, much. I didn't listen to much 80s music. I'm one of these people that uh, I totally believe that uh, video killed the radio star. And uh, I, once that MTV and the whole idea when they were more concerned of, about uh, producing videos than they were actually producing uh, quality music. Eh? That's not yeah. true. That's not true. Yeah. Look, in every era, every era of music, there is crap. There's lots of crap. Uh, 
and it's the cream that rises, even from the disco era, okay? It's a conversation I've had over the years with people, people a little younger than me. Oh, oh, disco is great. The stuff with they play, yes, you're hearing the stuff that survived. Casey and the Sunshine Band and the Bee Gees. You, the, the good stuff, no matter what the genre, will always survive. What you missed was the a gazillion other piece of crap disco songs that, like in the 70s when I was a teenager, it was either hard rock or disco. There was no in-between. Uh, oh my god I had such a such an eclectic uh, record collection when I was in uh, in the 70s that's what I, I loved that's why I loved KTL records because you always got a a, a compilation a of, best of I bet it was a best of mm-hmm. and it didn't matter it crossed all it crossed uh, soul music it crossed uh, you, know, you know later on with disco right. uh, rock and roll uh, ballads, easy listening. You know, I I had Ed, I had everything from Leonard Skinner, the Commodores, Barry Manilow. I I, I had it all seriously, and I liked it all back then. In other words, an early version of the Radio TFI Vault. Oh, oh, you know it. Why do you think I? Uh, why do you think I like listening to Radio TFI that much? It's, um, By the way, the the janitors are complaining. Stop, stop eating in the vault. Oh, that's what they get paid for is to clean the vault after I get done eating, so they can <laughs> they can take a virtual pill. So, your sweetheart, MTG. That's your girl. That's John's girl. Call decides she wants to call. Let's play that again. All right. Well, we we played this little clip. This is actually her. I don't know. Somebody stuck a phone in her face. Oh. Joe Biden, you're not a president. You're a piece of shit. That's an elected congressperson, ladies and gentlemen. Talking about the uh, current president of the United States, and. uh, I think that she actually uh, she has an account with Getter. Yeah. She, which, by the way, I, I I dabbled with, but I I wasn't able to. Uh, uh, I wasn't able to uh, go in there and poke the bear enough. So I just yeah, I, I I was gonna really fool around with that, but I don't have. I honestly don't have time. Uh, that's yeah, that's the other thing too. That, I just have better things to do with my life. Now we're gonna roll down the line here. And uh, stuff that we didn't get to in hour one, thanks to the lovely, the talented uh, Miss Kim. Kim, Hold on, can I finish? Yeah. Because in hour one, we had on the lovely, the talented, the reigning Miss Kansas, Bill Fancher. you You ruined my bit there. Raining Miss Kansas. Yeah, see, you ruined it. I had something else in mind, but uh, you know what? <sighs> Forget it. There was a joke there, but there was. <laughs> okay, I yeah. apologize. Why don't you take a Why don't you take a break? Go ahead, take a break. <laughs> take about uh, fifty minutes. So go make a sandwich. I'm not hungry. Thank you very <laughs> go much. Go make it anyway. <laughs> Look, 
in, in the era of free speech. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, there you go. That, that is always that. But, okay. So. I'm killing myself here. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not eating. Don't go there. But anyways, I'm, I'm going to put the, socks on now. So, oh, good lord! Big hit, nice. Uh, in the in the era of, you know, this this is Marco. We can say whatever we want. This 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 type of rhetoric shouldn't surprise you. But there comes a point in time when oh, there are certain expectations from your that you should be able to have from your elected officials. And forgive me, but like I like I said, as as bad as 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 Trump was, and as bad as uh, you know he, he was not liked by any. I, I can't tell you tell tell you one Democrat that liked Donald Trump. And yet, you never, never in a million years did you hear any um, any congressman. Senator House. Uh, hell, I could even probably go as far as going into even state government, where you heard any Democrat or anybody refer to the President of the United States as a piece of shit. Not in public, anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, there you go. Not in public. You know. And look, we've had social media. You've been able to do videos and whatnot on social media for. A number of years now, so this isn't like this is a brand new technology. Let's see, you know, let's see how far we can poke the bear. Um, this is, but you got to realize that was something with with MTG is that every time she does something like that, you can almost see the, the dollars going into her campaign mm-hmm. uh, offers. Uh, right now, I'm sure I'm sure these are honest feelings on her part. I don't think that uh, I don't. I, I don't. No, I no, I I I think these are her honest feelings. I think she has general disdain for not only the president but anybody who actually believes in uh, uh, believes in the things that uh, that truth, Democrats truth justice in the American way. Well, yeah, that that's. Um, so yeah, she. I I think that she does. These are her beliefs, and fortunate, and hopefully, she uh, she will be shown the door come the uh, midterms. But in in the meantime, she's good. She's getting a ton of uh, every time she does something like this. She's uh, she's those uh, dollars are going into her campaign funds. That is correct. Uh, now let's speaking on the topic of elected officials uh, bad mouthing. Let let let's take a quick listen to Teen Sensation, Matt Gates. Speaking of government bureaucrats, I have heard enough of that sniveling little twit, Dr. Anthony Fauci. That, my friends, is an elected congressman speaking to the of the gentleman who is single-hand, well, I won't say single-handedly, but is getting us through this ordeal that we've been going through the past year and a half plus. 
this is what uh, because he's in front of a friendly crowd he wouldn't dare say it in front of a mixed crowd of his constituents because he's a knucklehead he'll be in jail soon enough because there's a bunch of them that are going to wind up in in jail one way or another if if, if there's any justice in this world. But I I, I mean, he, he's one I truly hope gets the virus. And I haven't said that about anybody, but I truly hope he does. And I want him to to have to look up from his bed when he's when he's hanging face down, so they can get some some air into his lungs. And Dr. Fauci comes in. And just to see the look of resonation on his eyes, like, here I am hanging with my ass in the air in a diaper. Oh, look, there's that pipsqueak, Dr. Fauci. Oh, but he's up and walking around. Yeah. Yeah. Pipsqueak. Yeah. Yeah. Gates. And there's a, there's a, I promise you, there's a line of people would love to show you just what a, how small a man you really are. Well, actually, I was, I've been in the men's room with him. I've seen how small of a man he really is. Moving on, uh, it's a double shot, double shot, double shot of Chip Franklin. We've we've missed him with his uh, with his little takes here, his little one minute shots. I know John has missed it horribly, so we got we got two of them this week, and we're gonna play the first one right now. Take a listen. We flood the Capitol building. This is Marjorie Taylor Greene on tour with teen sensation Matt Gates. Don't you love me? I, 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 she's back on Twitter after saying Democrats are global cable of Satan worshiping pedophiles and how masks are like Nazis. Putting trains and taken to gas chambers. And this is exactly the type of abuse that Nancy Pelosi is talking about. She's batshit crazy. Q is anonymous. And we all know that. Nobody really knows. But that's not why Twitter needs to permanently ban her. It's because, and this is hard to say, she has credibility with people like this. How many vaccines have you had? Have you been a good little Nazi? I'm very excited about that. Congress has banned Green from all committees, and now it's time for Twitter to say adios, MF, you bottom-feeding twit. No! Marjorie Taylor Green is the truth, what herpes is to sex. That's disgusting. Unlike herpes, though, there is a cure for Green, and it starts with you, Twitter. I'll fight even harder to stop them. And you too, Georgia. That itch won't go away until she does. Let's just do it. Goddamn right. Combat! Winning. Oh, that feels better, doesn't it, John? Absolutely. So, yeah, I think her days on Twitter are, are numbered. Uh, but she's one of those that has uh, multiple accounts, though, too. Oh, certainly. She has a personal account, and she has her her congressional account. And, and let's let's face it, you know, all you got to do is establish another email address, and and it would be just a matter of time before I, she could get. Honestly, I don't think so because I think as with El Presidente, uh, Twitter has shown when they want to do something, when they want to keep somebody off, they're going to keep somebody off. Because, look, Trump can't even get his little uh, press releases out there onto Twitter. Uh, so they're, they're, if they decide she's out, she's going to be out. A couple of things will slip through and uh, Twitter will stand there and, and believe me, she'll be off it. She'll be off of it. So, look, I, I got to tell you something with with that though. And I believe I've told, I I still say, hey, it's their game. You got to play by their rules. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, things are still falling through the cracks. Oh sure. So, 
my my feeling is to hell with it open it up let you know let the former guy back on let uh uh let mr pillow back on you know let us let people we can handle these people you know i you know i knew that whenever uh trump tweeted something i knew it was nothing more than you know nothing but bullshit i right. know that uh, you you know that john but but unfortunately and I, again i apologize for interrupting unfortunately there are a lot of people out there that don't they take this as for right or wrong and when he was in office this is the president speaking this is my president speaking the president of these united states of america if he says we should do this well by gosh by golly we should probably do this whatever it may be and we all know that these people and we're about to uh uh show a little bit more of mtg and then we'll, we'll play the second chip franklin but they have no compunction about lying they do it as easily as breathing so to get a group of people riled up like they did for january 6th you you can't give them this platform look there's no free speech when it comes through social media free speech only applies to government okay twitter is a private business twitter says we won't charge you nothing but you got to follow our rules and most of us are able to handle you know you know look they let discussions get heated but they're come you know look twitter's twitter's more or less learned its lesson they let trump go for way too long and what we get out of it we got we got the one of the biggest shit stains on our country the insurrection on january 6th i'm not saying twitter was in and of itself the only means that people got these messages but it was part of it it was a big part of it yeah so i'm just i'm just <clears throat> saying that i think that we've figured out how to fight back and you know i'm not i don't know about you but i got I had no problem when he tweeted something or any of these other imbeciles out there that are still spreading lies and bs out there they're just not as high profile as trump you gotta go in and you gotta go in and fight fire with fire and you okay. have to go in Okay, but again, John, there are there is a segment of the population out there that takes this stuff to heart. Okay, and these are the people that wind up showing up at the Capitol building or the Library of Congress, wherever he was, in a pickup truck. These are the knuckleheads that show up and beat up police with the American flag. Okay, You're right. You're absolutely right. But look, okay. Trump hasn't Trump hasn't been on Twitter for what six months now? Something, Something like that. But yet you still have these knuckleheads out here that are still acting out like this. So I don't know. I don't necessarily know that social media is the the cause. I never said it was the cause. It's a vehicle to get that message out. Mm-hmm. Okay, and look if. Let's say Trump are allowed back on Twitter right now. 
he wouldn't come back and say, well, I would like to thank Jack and the people at Twitter for, you know, allowing me access to my account again, and we'll do our level best to keep things reasonable. That's not what he's going to say. Of course not. He's going to be vindicated. He's a martyr right now. Are you kidding me? We beat them. He would come back and say, we beat them at their own game. But you see, that's just it, though. You mentioned you mentioned he's a martyr right now. In Twitter world. In Twitter yeah, world. In, yeah, in, in the Twitter world. He's a martyr. So what happens, instead of having Donald Trump there where you can answer him, where you can respond to him, you can tell him how much of a dumbass he is, instead, you have all these other, you know, these idiots that are out there and they're starting their own uh, you know followings and what have you and they're just as dangerous as as Trump is if not more so that's right they're they're all dangerous uh, because they're all following the Trump model and and the less <clears throat> look there's no law that says you have to be entitled you are entitled to a social media account. No, you're right. There's no law. There's nothing that says you should. I, I personally, uh, MTG. Well, let let's let's play the MTG video, and uh, the, it'll be a little clearer at the end of it. Uh, why she should be she be she should be banned from the planet. To be quite honest. Well, uh... this is Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, and I approve this message so that you know the facts. 19 cowardly Senate Republicans joined Chuck Schumer and the Senate Democrats to pass a so-called infrastructure bill that's really the first step in Biden's communization of America. Now it goes to the House where Republicans need to stay united and stop this bill. Now Democrats are tying this to the $3.5 trillion budget full of woke identity politics and AOC's pro-China Green New Deal. These America Last bills will usher in amnesty for illegals, higher taxes, skyrocketing inflation, and destroy American energy independence. It's all a lie. The infrastructure bill just isn't infrastructure, and the budget passes the Green New Deal. It's time for Republicans to stay united, stand strong, and vote no. There is not one word of truth in there other than the fact that her name is Marjorie Taylor Greene. And I think we're fact-checking that as well. Yeah. <laughs> Our real name is Steve Jones. Uh, yeah. But, I, but I, I, I mean, again, there's not a lick of truth. I'll just go for the one I know for a fact. The Green New Deal is not a proposed law. It is nothing like that. It was something that was put together, more of a guideline, a plan. It was never, it's never been introduced as a bill or anything like that. It's a long-term vision. This is where they got the whole cows thing and we're going to take away your hamburgers. It says nothing like that. This is just a long-term vision of how we can help save the planet, period. There's there's no legislature in there whatsoever, uh, and that's just the one thing I know for a fact. And, and look, she's just a lying piece of crap, and that's all it is. 
She's about four, a foot shorter than me and probably 150 pounds lighter. Doesn't change the fact I like to punch her once right in the throat. Oh, look, I get no argument for me on that. She is a trouble. She is a troublemaker. Mm-hmm. And now that she's had her time in the national spotlight, and by the time this is all over, she would have had two years in the national spotlight. Remember, she don't have to do anything. She's not on any committee. She got booted off all the committees. She ha- All she has to do is show up in D.C. and vote every now and again. Other than that, she's getting paid six figures a year to run around and spew this nonsense. She does nothing. Nothing. Okay, so let me, but now, let me go ahead and prove my point to you. But that you're in love with her? I understand you're in love with her. But, John, we have to put that aside. Like I was trying to say. <laughs> had I had seen this this video, seen this, because I'm sure it's on her uh, it's on her Twitter account. Yeah. And I replied with something to the effect, well, shut up and I hope you get gang raped by a bunch of uh, flying monkeys. Uh, Cards and letters. Yeah, I'd be I'd I'd be booted off of Twitter quicker than you know. Yeah, no. she's able to spew her lies. So what I'm getting at is is that Twitter is kind of okay. They're yeah, you know, there's some they don't apply their their standards evenly. Some people are more equal than others. Yeah, I mean, Jesus, I, 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 I now I've been in jail, Twitter jail twice. You've been in Twitter jail a couple of times. Mm, once, maybe twice. Well, you were twice. You, you, the you food, the the food sucks. I know, right? All I'm saying is, is that if you're going to, oh, by the way, hi Twitter, we love you. We love you, Twitter. If. All I'm, all I'm saying with Twitter is if they are going to apply rules, you have to, excuse me, you have to apply them equally. But do you? But do you? Well, but that's just it. They don't have to. Exactly. It's their game. It's exactly. their game. And, it's and, their it, and again, I'll ask, what's your monthly bill for Twitter? Not a dime. Well, other than having to see... Uh, no, no, no. What comes out of pocket? No, for, money-wise, not a dime. Not, not a, a dime. dime. So, so in other words, and you've also agreed to their terms of service, correct? Yeah. So it's their game. They can do what they want. They can let into the clubhouse who they want, when they want. I agree with we, that. We don't have to like it. There's nothing mandating that we like it. But those are their rules. You don't like it? Fine. There's an exit door clearly marked. You can go. Remember, you don't have to follow anybody. You could just sit there and, and, and tweet out into the Twitterverse, following nobody, having nobody follow you. There, no. I, I look, I don't disagree with you that, look, certain people need to be banned from the planet. Forget social media. They're bad for the planet. But... Again, if if I let you in my house, and then a staunch Republican, G, uh, uh, QAnon, 
wants to come in too, I can say, no, 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 no. I, this is, you know. Now, you and I will only be talking in our bubble and we'll never learn anything new. We'll never to pick anything. Excuse me. and never be able to pick anything up. Do I necessarily want the Q person in there? No, but it's in my long-term best interest. As they said in The Godfather, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Sure. I guess the word I'm looking for is credibility. Eh, good luck. Because here's the deal is, is that Twitter, for all the self-righteous as they're trying to be, they have no credibility in that because they don't. They don't have to. They don't have to. <laughs> they don't apply their TOS rules of who they allow and who they disallow. It is not applied equally. Hell, you can even have something you say taken out of context. That's right. And and still get canned on Twitter. But John, we've already established we've already established that just like why does a dog lick its balls? Because it can. Does it? And of yeah. course, it, if we could do that, we'd never leave the house. That aside, um, it's their game. You said it. It's their game. We're going to play by their rules. You don't want to be a part of it? Sayonara. See ya. Adios, mm-hmm. muchacho. So let's uh, let's get to Chip Franklin Part Two. It's a special day. We got two chips. No Keith today, but. You know, these guys are not churning it out like they used to on a regular basis. Uh, but we'll take them when we can get them. There is no evidence that I can see that a pandemic exists. Who isn't vaccinated? Well, some people have medical issues. Everyone else is an asshole. To stop this vaccine shit that's coming. But why? There's an old saying. You think education is expensive? Try ignorance. We'd go away without the vaccine. The variants created in the blood of the unvaccinated spread and make our vaccines weaker, endangering us all. And it's totally avoidable. Yeah, I don't, I'm not going to get the COVID vaccine. I don't feel like I, I don't know. I just feel like I'm good. But people like Tucker Carlson and Ron Johnson, primitive people, spread lies about vaccines and masks because they're incalculably horrible human beings. Now social media is full of conspiracies like the vaccine is tracking you. These are tweeted by people who are actually holding devices that are actually tracking them. That's a good one. There's one more thing I want you to hear. Yeah, that's a silence of the GOP who have been vaccinated but won't warn others. Now, what would you like to say to them? Go f*** yourself. Goddamn right. Don't you love me? I, I, I... Winning. I don't wear a mask for the same reason I don't wear underwear. Yeah. <laughs> and the end of that one is, I don't, uh, for the same reason I don't wear underwear. Things gotta breathe. She's a nutball, but I thought she was funny. Uh, yeah, there you go. There you go. There's your double shot of chip and uh, <sighs> two kinds of people. Speaking of nutball, nut we were talking uh, about this meeting. What was it last week in Kansas about this woman that? Uh, well, the meeting happened. I, I guess I don't know. A couple of weeks ago, we played a bit from it last week. A uh, woman screaming, going on anti-vaxxer, you don't know what's coming down the pike, and at the end, Trump won. Now, this is from the same meeting in uh, Overland, Kansas, I believe it was. Overland Park, yes. Overland Park, Kansas. It it seemed like Larry King always took a call from Overland Park. Overland Park, Kansas! Go ahead. So, this is the same exact commission meeting, county commission, city commission, whatever it was, and here's another woman who got up to speak, and I think you'll find it very interesting. 
first thing I would like to do, my name is Cassie Woolworth. I live on Pinion. You all know me. I want to thank the doctors. Dr. Ellis, Dr. Schaff, Dr. Wong, Dr. Allum, Dr. Jenner, Dr. Hedinger, Dr. Finkel, Dr. Gutta, Dr. Julian, Dr. King, Dr. Areola, and Dr. Lamasters. It's funny they go after Areola, but they never talk about Lamasters. Um, if you are a Kansan for freedom, does that mean abortion too? Woohoo! My body, my choice, huh? Kids are not deadly. Is that the way this works? 350 children have already died from COVID. Do you guys not read the news? Hospitals are refusing transfers. Science is not truth. Science is finding the truth. When science changes its opinion, it didn't lie to you. It learned more. We know masks work. We went back to school last year. The whole point of me being here is I want kids in school. I think everybody wants kids in school. We don't have daycare, but thank you, Laura Kelly, because now we do have some $500,000 available for daycare. If you are a single parent, please look online. Laura Kelly has solved some of your daycare problems. She hasn't solved mine. If the kids come home after a week, I'm stuck at home again. Isn't that what we're hearing? You guys really want to send them all to school without masks so that they can come freaking back home? One week, it took less than a week for most of the schools to already close that are open. And let me explain to you, I got a note from Olathe West football yesterday and Olathe West football has been sent home because they're not quarantined, which is way too much fun because they will all miss the first day of school. And because the Kansas legislature is so incredibly smart and the school boards did this, we don't have a virtual option. When the kids come home, you ain't training them. They ain't going to school. There's no virtual option. You get to babysit and figure out if you really want to take them to the pool every day. Oh, wait, the pool's closed because it's after Labor Day. What are you going to do with your children? Do not mistake inconvenience for oppression. I'm sorry, your time is up. Thank you. She is a hoot and a holler, that one. She's about ready to take somebody out seriously and she makes a whole lot of sense now she at the very end there i hadn't noticed it before she says the pool's closed after labor day i don't oh she must be referring to next week that's what it is yeah. by the time the schools will be closed the, the pool and the school starts and gets yeah exactly yeah the pool will be closed okay but i mean you can see the frustration on her face and he, certainly hear it in her voice uh and again, to be at the same meeting as that other other jackalope, uh, that's got to be very, very frustrating. Uh, and again, I don't even understand why this is up for debate in political settings. We're having a medical emergency. Here's how we can beat this. We figured it out. Here. And, and, and still and maintain some degree of normalcy. Jeez you Louise. Want to, you want to go back to where we were a year ago when things were shut down? Shut down completely? That was a disaster. I remember. As, and, and to tell you the truth, I'm happy what we're, what we're doing up here in Minnesota. But by the way, there, with one exception... But up here in Minnesota, the districts out here here are determining what's best for for them and their situation. Uh, 
right now, Minneapolis, St. Paul, the, the kids have to be masked. Uh, there is no mask mandate in one of the, not surprisingly so, the largest school district. There's no mask mandate. Uh, but then again, that's up there. You start going into that district. That's up there in in uh, dumb, dumb shitville. Uh, some of no. those communities. And, now, uh, now. Yeah, well, I, I'm sorry. And this one, this one gets, really gets me. So, you know, they have the they had these big festivals that they've uh, going on. You know, they had the Lollapalooza. Yes. Uh, and there's been other big uh, festivals and concerts. There are musicians that won't let you come to their concert if you're not vaccinated. Vaccinated, yes. Or, or can't show a, a, a negative test. But of all, of all places, the Minnesota State Fair does not, well, we don't care. It's a wild, wild west. It's a wild, wild west out here, folks. You don't have to have a mask. You don't have to show that proof of vaccination. Oh, is that what's going on? I thought they shut yeah. it down. I, I saw you tweet about it. Oh, they're saying you can just show up and yeah, giddy up. Exactly. No, what is what I was referring to is the fact that a a staple of the Minnesota, at least for me, you know, everybody goes to a fair for different reasons. But as with my fascination with radio, I love the fact that you could go by these different rate these different booths along the fairgrounds, and your favorite radio station would be out there. You know, either talk radio or even music radio. You know, they and they interacted more with the crowds at the fair. Right. Our friends at WCCO have decided that they're not going to be live at the fair this year yeah i saw that that's uh but yeah. you you understand it though you got I, you know i was upset about it at first i tweeted no no there's gotta no, be a I, I saw the tweet you were very very and but then i got to thinking about it you have hosts there uh chad hartman who has a, a son who is uh immune comprom uh, immunocompromised um, you have another host, Jordana Green, who is uh, recovering from cancer. Um, she, that would have been a hard decision for those people to come. Exactly. Uh, you know, and, and it is, listen, you could seal them up. I mean, CCO's uh, booth, they have a, a veranda out front where they, where they were doing the show, but you could have gone back inside the booth and and done the show but you still have to get to it you still have to get to that's the right booth. that's right so um i was very disappointed but i i i totally get it and i i, I totally understand it and to tell you the truth i i just i really don't have any interest in going to the fair under these conditions i'm fully vaccinated i'd be great but again I got. We have a little one in our house that uh, can't get a vaccine. Uh, get a vaccine yet. Right, so, and and it's unfortunate. And it's it's interesting. He's <clears throat> excuse me. There was video out last night. They have there was this huge concert in Central Park. They've had concerts all all over the city this week, and this was the last one. The, there was one in each borough, and the Manhattan one. 
and all sorts of big names out there. And uh, apparently nobody stopped to take these two things. Well, you had to be vaccinated or, again, show the negative test to get in. That's right. They did do that. It wasn't just open to anybody. Uh, but somewhere at some point, they realized, oh, yeah, there's a hurricane coming, too. <laughs> they had to stop the concert halfway through, and Barry Manilow's set got interrupted. Uh how dare they how dare they cancel Barry Manilow? It's a, it's a, it's a miracle. It's a blue true blue spectacle. And uh, you know, he wrote the songs. He did. Those were two of his hits by the way <laughs> that I just Absolutely. mentioned. That I just mentioned. Um I you know what? I was about to go on a rant about that, but I realized I I, I listened to I read somebody's rant and it makes no sense now. So I'm just not going to uh, I, I was initially PO'd about it, but now I'm not. Took wind out of the sails, dude. Pretty much, because you know why? Because I stopped and I thought about it instead of knee-jerk reacting. But then again, we were, if we didn't knee-jerk react, we wouldn't have a show now, would we? we didn't knee-jerk react, we wouldn't have Twitter. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I think maybe we'll change the name of the show to The Knee Jerks. Yeah, there you go. Or That's, Just Jerks. Just, no, 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 no. That's... Uh, <laughs> Well, maybe when you and Bill do a show, you know, because seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero chat. That's the number. Call collect if you're at a payphone. Yes. And listen, I you could even leave a message. I, you could you send a text, leave a Don't. message. Send a text, yes. Leave a message, no. Don't leave we, a message. We, and you know how to get a hold of us on uh, Twitter, by the, the way. The Twitter. <laughs> That's if they haven't shut us down by now. Yeah, I know, right? If they, if they haven't shut us down because well, of John's uh, John railing against the mothership there, the uh, the overlord, Jack. And his, By the way, do you know what the, the, the little bird logo on Twitter? Do you know what its name is? No, I don't. This is no joke, what I'm about to tell you. The bird's name is Larry. That is, look it up. That is absolutely true. It's a bad joke, I. but it's not a joke. It's the truth, man. Yeah, I suppose it makes... Uh, you had, if, you had to name the bir- if you had to name the bird, I guess... That's that was probably the uh, the name to go with. I, I, I guess I have to be up tomorrow at work by six a.m. Yeah, I have a I have a ride. If 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 my uh, if my car cooperates, I have a ride that uh, uh, I'm supposed to pick up at six thirty tomorrow morning. So uh, John's having starting issues with his car. Sounds to me like it like it might need a new battery, or maybe just to have the terminals tightened. We won't know because within the next 15 minutes, John's going to toddle right out into the driveway there. And, uh, well, he won't tighten the the, uh, the nuts and bolts himself, will you, John? No, probably not. I and why not? Will. And why not? I don't own tools. You don't have a screwdriver? Uh, I'd have to look for one. Wow. I have I have a dozen. I have a dozen easily. I have. I have. A screwdriver would with if I if I. No 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 I, I just use that as an, 
I use that as just an example. If I was being more specific, I would say, do you have a pair of pliers or or a, a, or one eighth wrench? Or a, no, you yeah. can do it. You can do it with pliers. So now I've got to. For, hopefully, it'll start when I um, when I go out when I go out to the car here. Let's hope so. It'll start. But um, and if it does, I'm still I still have to go and follow through and have the battery checked. I'm, I'm not going to take any chances with it. So there's nothing worse. Nothing worse than a car that won't start or won't stop. Anything along the way you can work. You can you can work with. Yeah. Yep. 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 Have you ever been in a car that won't stop? Uh, no, I haven't. I suppose you have. I have. I was once barreling up Interstate 95 through Fort Lauderdale when suddenly lost all power in the cab. All power. I was two lanes over from the shoulder and I had an elderly couple in their 80s in the back seat I had to literally stand on the brake change lanes while standing on the brake well I I had to decide because I had to keep up my speed to change lanes fortunately traffic wasn't that bad because I had no turn signal I had nothing nothing and uh, you can roll down the window to do a hand signal either. Didn't, didn't have, nope, nope, uh, nothing. I had nothing. And I managed, we got over to the shoulder. Fortunately, it was a stretch with a nice wide shoulder. And then I literally had to stand on the brake to get it, to get it to stop. And uh, oh my goodness, if. Uh, and it was funny, the old lady in the back, well, why are we stopping? <laughs> we're stopping while I still have a say in where we stop. <laughs> At some point, I gotta, gotta love old people. She probably had no clue what was going on. I wish I had had no clue what, what was going on. <laughs> but yeah, they're not stopping. I've I've been in the not starting thing many many times, many many times. But not stopping—that's bad. It's very bad. So anyway, John will go out. I had a car that uh, had. And excel had something with the accelerator stick. Ooh, that's and bad. I couldn't, and I couldn't slow down. And it wound it wound up blowing the engine because it was constantly, you know, no matter what I did, it you just couldn't you couldn't slow it down. I wound up. I what I did eventually was I just slipped it neutral, coasted over to the shoulder. But you know, at, at some point in time, you have to you have to shut it off. I shut it off when it was like that, and boom, the engine wow. just went completely. Well, that's too bad. That's too bad. So John will go out. He'll lick the terminals. Hopefully, John, what you're gonna do when you go to the auto parts store today? You're gonna look around for a little toolkit. Listen to me. Hear me out. So that you have. A Phillips head screwdriver, a flathead screwdriver, an adjustable wrench. You don't have to get a big one, just a small one. Mm-hmm. And a pair of needle nose pliers. Those are the exactly what they sound like, the skinny ones. I know. And you'll be able to, and a roll of duct tape. And you'll be ready for, even if you can't use them, to have them handy if somebody wants to help. 
Well, I'd have to have, I'd have to it'd be something I'd have to keep in the car because the reason I don't own tools over the uh, uh, the course of my life is is that they get borrowed and they never get returned. They never, you know. And well, I be can't that, tell you how many tool kits I've had in my life that I be that as it oh, may. I got to use a screwdriver. I got to use a screw. Well, then the screwdriver winds up in the junk drawer. It does not wind up back where it was. Uh, Copy that. But you should have that in the very least in the in the van. Yeah. So that you can, in a situation where you may not know what to do, but somebody comes over to help you. Boy, I wish I had a. I wish I had a wrench. I wish I had a little duct tape. We could get you at least. Boom, there you go. Duct tape is your friend. Oh, shit. Absolutely. Duct tape is your friend. Just uh, and even a busted hose, even a hose with a hole in it. You wrap it around a couple of times, it should get you where you need to go. You oh, know, yeah. or at least to safety. Uh, whew, whew, I feel like I'm running out of steam here. You do? I do. I do. I don't know why. Hey, I'm gonna, you know, we didn't talk a whole lot about the the pillow guy. Now this is some guy. This is you want to talk about somebody that needs to be. He's already he's already in permanent Twitter jail, but he he just needs to be locked up. You know, you realize that he reportedly is hiding a uh, a. Um, pro-Trump election worker that is yeah. under FBI investigation. I don't have... See, I had it right here. It was right here. I was thinking about this last night. He admits that he's doing it. He's a nitwit. Just accept the fact that he's a nitwit. Okay? he, he Whatever money he's made selling his rock-hard pillows... He is pissing away on all this nonsense. Lord only knows what Trump has promised him. If anything, or he just thinks, you know, how are you smart enough to beat the addictions that he's beat? Turn your company into a million dollar, multi-million dollar company and then fall completely for this nonsense. And remember, for all the times you say, oh, I got proof, I got proof. By the way, I'm nowhere near the voice now, and I'm not even going to try. Uh, oh, I got proof. I see, I can't do it. Uh, he's got proof. He's going to prove everything. He's going to put Where? Where is it, Mike? And every time. Well, we got it locked up. We got it this That is the mark of a con artist. Show it. Show it or shut up about it. Well, okay. But that's, that's right along. That's right along Trump's mantra. That is absolutely correct. It's the long con. It is the long con. So, what uh, is it? If he if he is indeed hiding somebody who is under FBI somebody. investigation, he's not isn't hiding. that? Uh, I think there's a harboring there's harboring a fugitive. Yeah, uh, obstruction of justice. Yeah, a little bit of that. Just just to keep you it know? interesting. He even if he is doing it, then he's an he's an idiot for talking about it. Well, there you go. There's always that too. He's an idiot for a lot of other reasons, but but certainly 
certainly that and uh, it, it, again I think right now his newest addictions are I think it's because once an addict always an addict doesn't matter what you're addicted to he's now addicted to the spotlight yeah, and, and the attention mm-hmm. and he's willing to spend the money to to make himself uh, keep himself out there it's a shame it's unfortunate that all this money is being wasted that could certainly go to better causes certainly go to better causes um, and it, he is he is the consummate boy who cried wolf you couldn't believe much of what he said to begin with but now of course it's all there's he's got you talked about credibility earlier you want to talk about somebody with no credibility you're running around making all these claims and you can't back one of them up uh, well I think the news outlets are fi- maybe finally catching on to the fact that uh, well, this whole symposium was joke that he uh, no kidding I think that might have been the final straw for even uh, outlets like OAN and uh, all those other ones you know He'd long since Fox uh, ran out his welcome of Fox News. Yeah, well, for you, for you to do that, you're uh, you've done something. Well, the lawsuits don't help. Well, this is true. The one point six, but and I say go Dominion. The uh, Dominion has picked that number one point six billion. They're all getting sued for that amount. Fox, uh, uh, what's her name? The the attorney, the uh, the woman who didn't know Jack. Uh, she's up there with Rudy. I can't think of her name. Lindell's getting sued. Rudy's getting sued. All of them are getting sued. And I, I, I hope, I hope, just dragging them through court and the legal expenses. Remember, people like Rudy's got nothing left anymore. Who's still waiting for Trump to pay him? <laughs> good luck, good luck with that, Rudy. <laughs> Clearly, Trump must have some secret potion he gives people. You know, or it must be some kind of, you do this for me now, and I'll make sure down the line, you know, you get yours. Well, there is no down the line. There's nothing. There's nothing. Uh, by the way, you won't see Trump announcing anytime soon that he's going to run in 2024. Because if he does that, then all the people, all the money people are sending him for his campaign, it would actually have to go to the campaign. Right now, it's just going into his wallet. Oh yeah, absolutely. So don't count on that anytime soon, kids. He'll he'll take it right up to the limit and go. Ah, no, but he'll find some excuse that makes him look good. At least in his That's eyes. I was gonna, just going to say. Hey, I want, I want to start a little controversy here in-house before we go. we got uh, just a couple of seconds. Two weeks hence is Labor Day weekend. I'm saying right now we're going to be off that day. I'm saying you to put down the crack pipe. <laughs> we'll continue this argument next week. <laughs> Ready? Five, four, three, two, one, and go. And quickly, want to say uh, rest in peace, Tom T. Hall. And Don Everly. Oh, I didn't realize. Come on, come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Time to say goodbye, folks. So, uh, 
for uh, that guy over there, Ed Van Ness. I'm John Shannon. Thank you for listening. And I got the money. Right, baby.